With Halloween still lingering in the air, it seems like the appropriate time to discuss some more scary skincare. We did it last year, and for this year's Halloween 2021 special, we are going to be discussing even more truly scary skincare trends. Now, the internet, as you will know, is a fabulous, funny, and sometimes quite a freaky place. On the one hand, you have the total wealth of human knowledge at your very fingertips. And on the other hand, you have people on TikTok telling you to rub raw potato all over your face to clean it. I'm not quite sure. Stick around because on today's Halloween 2021 special, we are going to be delving into a whole lot of truly scary skincare trends. Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I am your host, Lauren Lee, founder, podcaster, product manufacturer, and the face behind Star Story Korean Beauty. If you are joining us for the very first time, then a big welcome. We are super glad to have you here with us as part of our K-Beauty community. Uh, on this show, we talk all things Korean skincare from the ground here in Seoul, South Korea. We take a deep dive into the industry in general, peek behind the curtain to see what's going on on the ground, and as well to discuss all the products, tips, and tricks that you will need to perfect your own K-beauty routine, whether that is completely using Korean products, using a whole mix, whatever you want to do, that is what we are here to discuss on this show. So to kick off this week's K-beauty news headlines, LG Health Hold, uh, <laughs> LG Household and Healthcare, this is the problem with too many H's in the name, LG H&H Household and healthcare has announced that they are collaborating with an upcycling startup to explore how to recycle discarded coffee grounds as war materials for their cosmetics. And if you have been listening to the show for a while, you will know that LG Household and Healthcare is one of the big conglomerates here in Korea that is behind quite a few different uh, K-beauty brands. So this is uh, an MOU that they have signed up with a Korean startup called Urban Miners. And what they're talking about is uh, processing coffee grounds and then producing activated carbon or coffee charcoal as an ingredient. So this is obviously not a new beauty ingredient. A lot of brands, including one very famous Australian brand, Frank Body, uh, is very famous for, that's basically how their company got started, uh, upcycling reused coffee grounds from some of the cafes in Australia. So this is what LGH uh, and H is talking about doing. So that is, I think, quite an interesting proposition from a really, really big company. Uh, And they are planning to study how coffee charcoal can be used to absorb excess oil and detoxify impurities from the skin. So it's already quite a popular ingredient in lots and lots of different products. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how they are planning to use it uh, and the kind of studies that they will be funding. That's one of the benefits, I think, of having a really big conglomerate get involved in this kind of thing is that they have the money to then go and fund scientific studies and research, which, of course, small brands just you know, that's just beyond their capabilities. So that's that was in the news headlines, and I thought that was a little bit of an interesting one for us to discuss. So I would love to know if you guys are a fan of coffee skincare products. Some of the feedback I have heard 
particularly around like body scrubs and things like that, is that when you're using it in the shower, it can tend to get a little bit messy, like your shower gets covered in coffee grinds. Not sure whether that's a common problem, whether people, you know, find the same thing. Let me know. Come and find me. I am on the gram at lauren.kbeauty and always up for a chat about all things Korean skincare. And that brings us to the question of the week. And this was actually a question that someone sent in to our team um, at uh, Style Story, and they were asking for a toner and moisture recommendation going into winter in the Midwest in America. And I thought that this would be a really good one because I know we have so many listeners from the States. Uh, we have a lot of Aussies as well, and you guys are going into summer, but this is a winter-specific question, and we have so many listeners in the Northern Hemisphere that I thought this would be a good one to run through. So... Toner and moisturizer, two really, really good steps in a Korean skincare routine to add and pump up the moisture in your routine. Now, if you are not uh, quite as familiar with Korean beauty products, you might think, well, toner, that's a bit of a weird step to talk about moisture. Aren't toners usually quite, uh, you know, stripping or alcoholic, you know, drying the skin out? And the answer is no. In K-Beauty, the preference definitely at the moment and particularly going into winter will be for a product that is really, really just pumped full of hydration. And there's a couple of different ways that we apply products in K-Beauty like toners to get the maximum amount of hydration out of them. And one of them is the seven skins method. So the seven skins method is essentially a way of applying your toner uh, in several layers on your skin, seven being the, the goal for a lot of people. So you'd start off with a really nice hydrating toner, one that I love for my skin, which is quite dry. And of course, in Seoul here, very dry winter uh, is uh, Itzen Tree's Hyaluronic Acid Toner. So that is ISN Tree in English. And this is their Hyaluronic Acid Toner product. And I had great success using it last winter here in Seoul. What you do is apply your first layer using like a cotton pad. And then the next layers that you want to do Put the toner in your hands and then just dab a light layer onto your face and you can repeat with as many layers as you want. Uh, seven skins would suggest that you would get up to seven. I know plenty of people that just do three or five. It's totally like uh, customizable to your skin. So that is my top pick. And then for our, a moisturizer, our Jelly Co Bubble Tea Steam Cream, absolutely perfect for this. Uh, this is uh, basically got what I would consider to be almost three products in one because it's got the benefits of like an oil, a serum and a moisturizer in a single product. So really, really perfect for places where the winter is quite harsh. So that is what I will be using on my skin this winter. And I think that is a great one going into winter wherever you guys are in the world. So to get started with today's topic, if you were around for the podcast last year, you will know that we did a spooky skincare special for Halloween last year. And I thought, why don't we do that again this year? This is just a bit of fun. Don't get too offended if you are a massive fan of anything that we're talking about on the show today. This is just trying to do, you know, a little bit of a lighthearted take on skincare. So the spooky skincare number one trend that I had was 
TikTok skincare trends. Now, I know before you guys come at me, there are a lot of people that know what they're talking about when it comes to skincare on TikTok, including like dermatologists, doctors and everything like that. But there are a whole host of other people that clearly have no idea what they're doing. They are advocating getting rid of acne by crushing aspirin or Panadol and applying it to the face. Putting baking soda on their face, uh, the age-old toothpaste trick, which I'm not sure how or why this is still a thing. Uh, And finally, one that really got us laughing was putting a Band-Aid on a pimple to get rid of it. Now, that gives me very, very strong early 2000 Nelly vibes uh, featuring Kelly Rowland, of course. But this is just such a weird one. Like, I don't even know why this is a thing. But if you have seen this and been tempted to try it, just use a pimple patch instead. Like, it's just so much simpler. I'm not sure why people are trying to, like, reinvent the wheel. I don't think that putting a Band-Aid on your pimple is going to do anything. A nice... uh hydrocolloid pimple patch guys that's going to be the simplest way uh super perfect pimple patches are great because they're not visible on the face unlike band-aids uh literally designed to get rid of pimples so you know that you will be on the right track with something like that tiktok just honestly is good for the lols but serious skincare a little bit more debatable uh before i go on to the number two one we had a review for the podcast that was left recently and the title was Fun Learning About K-Skin Care. And this was a review by Carter Fern. And the reviewer said, I joined the fun some months ago and I am learning so much. I appreciate the stories in Instagram to supplement more info and the Q&As from Lauren. Each episode has the perfect length and the topics are relevant and entertaining. If you want to learn more about K-Beauty and the world behind it, this is the right podcast for you. Thank you so much. You guys know that I love seeing your reviews for the podcast, so feel free to leave yours wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, If you don't have a podcast app that lets you do reviews, you can also leave one on Style Stories facebook page which is stylestory.au on facebook uh just another way for people to find that one as well and listen to what you're thinking about the show all right now spooky skincare number two and this is diy skincare i'm pretty sure we talked about this last year but i think there are just so many new diy hacks and trends that people come up with all the time so this one is specifically related to pimple popping blackhead squeezing love it love watching those kind of videos they're very satisfactory totally get why people are into it but there are a lot of people now advocating to buy like a kit and start doing it at home and this is just not something that i would recommend unless you have some kind of training and the reason is that if you buy one of these kind of kits uh, and do it incorrectly you can end up with a whole lot more problems than just a blackhead things like wide pores that are like permanently damaged popped blood vessels, scarring, and just in general, damaged skin. So I think these kind of things, they can look really cool, but if you don't have the proper training to do them, I would just avoid them like the plague. Get your extractions done from a professional. If you really, really, you know, liked that kind of thing, if you, if that's how, if that's your jam, I would recommend finding a professional to do it for you because otherwise you're going to risk damage, irritation, inflammation, um, And, you know, all of those kind of things, particularly if you make the 
if you scar your skin or make it worse. In the long run, it's just going to be both physically and financially more damaging. So I think if you want to go for the home method of extraction, there are plenty of tips on the show if you go and listen back to past episodes. We did have one specifically on uh, blackheads not that long ago. So one of the products that you can try that will really help with pore clearing with consistent use is a product like April B's Blackout Cleansing Oil. It's got really great pore clearing properties. It won't dry out the skin. It's an excellent first cleanse. So there are lots of other ways that you can do it. I know they might not be quite as mesmerizing, but slow and steady wins the race. Don't attack your, please don't attack your face with, you know, tools, implements, fingers, nails, just not the best idea. All right, the number three spooky skincare trend is celebrity skincare. So you guys remember how the Kardashians were spruiking celebrity slim shakes for years and claiming that that's how they achieved their perfect bodies, but really it was potentially just a lot of surgery? Well, I think it's kind of like that. Now, I will say, I haven't actually been tempted to try any celebrity skincare lines, but a dermatologist that I respect has said that celebrity skincare has a glamorous look, but glamour isn't a great skincare ingredient. And I think that's probably true. Like, I totally get why having a big name behind the brand is uh, enticing to a lot of people. But I think the more important thing, and this is what we talk about a lot on this show, is to get into the ingredients list and, if possible, get an insight into their actual manufacturing processes. I just think there are a lot of questions around how much input do these people actually have in creating their line? Who are they working with? Are they just slapping their face on it? You know, like there's just so many big ifs and buts. I'm not quite sure. I just, the amount, the sheer amount of celebrities coming out with their own skincare line these days, I'm like, oh my God, who knew all these people were so interested in skincare? Um, I just think there are, yeah, the probably better things to spend your money on. A lot of them also, I've noticed, they're not cheap either. Like some of them are actually quite expensive. So I think if you are wanting to feel like a celebrity at home, then I would recommend Subi Hollow Dream Brightening Pore Minimizing Mask. It comes in a a fun hollow box and your skin will be shinier and brighter than most famous people after you use it. So stick to something like that instead. Now, spooky skincare trend number four, and this one is actually quite scary. This is MLM skincare. Okay, so I have a proposition for you. How do you feel about being your own boss, six-figure commissions, and flexible working days? All you have to do is... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So as much as I would love for you to get involved in a K-beauty pyramid scheme, we do things above board here at Style Story, unlike certain multi-level marketing skincare companies. Now, I know people like to rag on them. However, there are actually a lot of issues with these kind of uh, pyramid schemes and selling schemes. And just one of them, just one of the many, many examples that I can give you guys is Roden and Fields. And they are currently facing a class action lawsuit for unfair marketing. And it turns out that the $150 Lash Boost Eye Serum that they were selling needed to come with the following disclaimer. Side effects may include changes in iris color, 
eyelid drooping, itchy eyes, eyelid discoloration, thinning and loss of eyelashes slash loss of eyelash hair, eye sensitivity, eye infections, and vision impairment. So I don't know about you, but my eyes hurt just from reading that. I just think the MLM skincare industry in particular is rife with lawsuits, stories of manipulation, bankruptcy, um, you know, anything where you're hooking in your friends and family and trying to like bring them into your business, I just think is one to steer clear of. I've had various friends um, tell me over the years, they're like, oh, I really need to go and do an order on your website. And I'm, I always say to them, it's not a pyramid scheme. Like if you need something, if you want something, you can, but like you don't have to buy my products that I sell. You don't have to use Korean skincare products just because that's, you know, my industry and what I'm in. You use whatever you want. And I just think anything that's kind of like <sighs> manipulating people, coercing people into things, uh, making them buy more things than they, they want to. There's just so many bad stories from the MLM industry. So that is one that I have for you, a bit of a spooky skincare thing. Just try and stay away from it if you can. Uh that's all I will say on that one. And now I will be back after the ad break with our fifth and final spooky skincare trend. Okay, so now on to some of the real reviews left for products on the Style Story website. And the first one is a five-star review for Dr. Suracle's Vita Propolis Serum. The reviewer said, Sensitive, eczema-prone, and dehydrated skin, this has been a lifesaver. About a year ago, I started to get a really bad facial eczema around my eyes and hairline. Nothing I could do to get rid of it, and I didn't want to become reliant on steroid creams. I started to look into a lot of skincare options, and I have to say, using this in conjunction with a few other products from Style Story has really changed my skin's texture and hydration. I love how this ample feels. I wake up in the morning and my skin feels clear and bouncy to the touch. I hope that doesn't sound cliched. It's really gentle, mild, and hydrating, and sinks into the skin easily without leaving a sticky texture. I'm on to my second bottle now. Um, I don't want to say it's just this product, but this has definitely helped rehydrate my skin and calm any irritation. It is a small bottle, but using one dropper's worth a night is more than enough, and it did last me around six to eight weeks. And the second review is for Jellico's Silicon Face Mask Brush, Face Mask Brush, and this was another five-star review. It says A for application. Loved using the silicon spatula. I was able to apply a thin layer of the product without wasting any, and it felt clean and precise. Easy to maintain as well. If you have shopped on the Style Story website recently, don't forget to leave your review. You can earn points that you can use for cash towards your next uh, purchase for every review that you leave on stylestory.com.au. So it's a great way to earn points and also just to help other people know what you've been loving about the products, how you use them, uh, if there are any product combinations that are working for you as well. Uh, that's just a really good guide to help other people in their skincare journey as well. All right, now on to the fifth and final trend. And this one may surprise you right, a, a little bit, but it's clean skincare. 
So clean skincare doesn't sound scary and it certainly won't do anything scary to your skin. However, it is the marketing around it that I find insidious and slightly problematic. In recent years, I've noticed there's been a huge shift in the market to avoid any chemicals in inverted commas at all costs. And you'll often see terms like toxin-free when shopping for skincare. Now, on the one hand, K-beauty as an industry does pride itself on the use of natural ingredients, but where marketing for skincare in general tends to get problematic, I find, is when they're starting to make claims that unclean skincare is toxic and dangerous. So, I mean, look, for a start, the idea that your skincare is chemical free is just completely inaccurate because everything in your skincare products is a chemical, even water. So there is no thing, such thing as chemical free. And I've had people ask me to recommend those kind of products before. And I just tell them that straight up. I can't do that because everything is a chemical, including water. Now, I think what they mean is I want my skincare to be toxin free. But again, this kind of language is just problematic because everything becomes toxic once you up the dosage enough. And I just feel like the positioning of chemicals as bad for the body and skin is just a massive move away from science um I think yeah I just I I really do have so many problems with this kind of positioning now I for one am not I don't mind it when products maybe call out the things that they don't have in their ingredients list if it is because you know people are trying to avoid certain things but I think the real marketing around you know, chemicals and things like that is just, and toxin-free in particular, and I see a lot of brands trying to do that. I just think it is not helpful. It's not based in science. Uh, And then it ignores, I think it puts a lot of onus on the products that we use on our skin and takes away from a whole host of other factors which can be driving forces behind a lot of our skin's issues. So stuff like genetics hormonal factors. I think if you are implying, for example, that someone's acne must be a result of the products they're using, that's not really that helpful. Uh, You know, so many things that we do will require medical intervention. And I think if people have been told to Uh, avoid chemicals or things like that say your acne does progress to the stage where you do need medical intervention well then you know are you going to be willing to get a treatment if you've been you know fed this line that chemicals are all bad I also think you know for people that suffer from conditions like eczema and psoriasis you will know firsthand just how good it feels if you are suffering a really really bad flare-up and the doctor gives you the prescription that you need to stop the condition So I think clean beauty in itself is not necessarily bad. I just think it's unnecessary. It does propagate this myth that chemicals are bad and that clean is somehow better. Uh, And it also promotes the idea that some products are clean and some are unclean. And that's just not true. I think at the end of the day, it is your skin journey. So you do need to do what's right for you. Uh, Our slogan is your style, your story. And that is not for no reason. But I think that shaming people, making people feel bad about the choice that they're using for their skin that is a bit scary uh so I just think yeah be really careful around that kind of marketing I think you know if you are avoiding fragrance because you have an actual fragrance allergy that's one thing but uh trying to 
market products in in that way I think can be really dangerous it can make things very very confusing for consumers and I don't think that that's a good thing at the end of the day for the companies marketing those products either people who are confused don't tend to purchase products and if you have if through your marketing of you know a, a a particular product you have made people feel uh, scared about making a purchase. I don't think that's a good thing for the industry. I don't think it's a good thing for consumers. So I just find all of that marketing problematic, (laughs) scary. (laughs) So I think if you have made it all the way to the end of this spooky tale, then I salute you. Thank you for bearing with me. I hope that you have picked up a couple of useful tricks and tips, even though I know this was just a little bit of a fun one, but they are just some of the things that make me raise a little bit of an eyebrow or have made me raise a little bit of an eyebrow this year. Lots of crazy DIY skincare trends, lots of TikTok skincare stuff, the celebrity skincare. Again, that train just seems to be just running at full speed. MLM skincare for the reasons that I mentioned. And then obviously, last but not least, clean skincare. That can just be a massive. (sighs) So yeah, look, I would love to know, have you guys seen any other spooky skincare trends this year that you would like to share? Come over onto the gram and find me, share them with me. I love chatting all this stuff with you guys and getting to know you as well. That's a really, really fun part of doing this podcast. So come and join me. And until next time, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.